Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Revival Now radio broadcast. My name is James Brandt, and I am live from Clarkston, Michigan, and I'm ready to connect with all of you Jesus freaks out there. I want you to pick up the phone. Give me a call, 760-825-0957. What's on your mind? Do you need prayer? Are you uh, in bondage to something? Do you have a need? What is it? Do you have a topic that you want to discuss? Like I said before, no holds are barred on this broadcast. Whatever it is that you want to discuss, whatever it is that you want to talk about, I'll talk about it. Things that are being left out from the pulpit. What is it? You want to talk about sex? You want to talk about issues that deal with that from a biblical perspective? Let's do it in the name of Jesus. This is one of the reasons why the body of Christ is in such a mess. Because we're not covering and dealing with issues from a biblical perspective. So then we take these perspectives from the world, and it's a mess. So come on. You are listening to a minister that is bold. I will deal. I will confront with things. I will say things that will tick you off. I will say things that will stretch you. I will say things that will challenge you and me, Any preacher of the gospel, when he's preaching, when he's teaching, when he's talking about the word, he's also talking to himself. All right? So please, pick up the phone and give me a call, 760-825-0957. I am ready to bust down the gates of hell, push down the gates of hell, run in, pull people out of the pit. The people that Satan is overrunning, I am ready to release the kingdom of God. I want to release the power of God in your situation, in your life. I want to come into agreement with you right now. But first, I I have a couple of announcements that I want to share with you. Wait for it. That's right. That is going to be me. Flying to the West Coast, Los Angeles area, I'm going to be doing a revival experience, revival meeting, Saturday, June 2nd at 7 p.m. in Santa Ana, California at the Courtyard Marriott right by the Santa Ana Airport. West Coast people listening to me in that area or wherever you're at, you're one flight away from there. Connect with me 
in the Los Angeles area. There, my faith level is so high for this meeting. I, I've been having a desire to get out to the West Coast for a long time now, and finally God has opened a door for me to do that. And I believe there's going to be awesome miracles, signs, and wonders. I want to teach you uh, some of the things that the Lord has shown me. And I want to get into the presence of God with you. I'm telling you, it is going to be life-changing. So Los Angeles, West Coast. I even have people um, who are going to be there who, who live in Texas and, and Phoenix, Arizona. They emailed me and let me know they're going to be there. They, one lady actually emailed me and said, hey, do, how do I get tickets for this revival experience? I said, there are no tickets. It's free and open to the public. Get there. Listen to me. I, I'm, I'm not in ministry for money. I don't want money. All I want is to connect with you, and I want to minister the power of God. I want to minister the word of God to you. Are you hearing me, somebody? So Saturday, June 2nd, 7 p.m., at the Courtyard Marriott, right next to the Santa Ana Airport. That is where I am going to be. That is where you need to be. And let's believe God for miracles, signs, and wonders, and lives to be changed. You need a spiritual uh, jump start. You need a spiritual tune-up. Get there. And the next one is going to be June 30th, Saturday, June 30th. I'm going to be doing a revival experience in the Grand Rapids, Michigan area, my home state. I connected with some awesome Jesus freaks on the west side of Michigan. We've had a couple prayer meetings so far, and they literally have been out of this world. The presence of God has been wonderful. Miracle signs and wonders, the gifts of the Spirit flowing, words of knowledge, prophecy. I mean, I mean, the Holy Ghost. You know, it's amazing what the Holy Spirit will do if you will give place to him and let him use you. The word says that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Every time I go into a meeting, every day, when I wake up, I said, Holy Ghost, I am your temple. Use me. Flow through me. Let your power flow through me. So Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'm going to be at the Holiday Inn Express South. For more information, you can go to uh, jamesbrant.org, or another way to get there is revivalchristian.org. Also, in the works, I'm looking at possible uh, dates for a New York City revival experience. I'm looking at the Dallas, Texas area. I'm looking at the Fort Lauderdale, Florida area. There, I'm telling you, the lid is being blown off of this ministry. And I believe I can help you in your walk with the Lord. And, and I'm, I'm telling you, I, I just love equipping people for the work of the ministry. That is the purpose of the five-fold ministry. So many people push off, you know, oh, a pastor is supposed to do that, an apostle, a prophet, a teacher, an evangelist. There's, you know, they're just supposed to do all the work, and, and we're just supposed to stay back. No, the Word of God says, are you hearing me? Not what your, your tradition or thinking says. The Word of God says that we, our job, our purpose, the reason why we have a calling on our lives in the fivefold ministry is to equip the saints. That's you if you're a follower of Jesus Christ. To equip the saints for the work of the ministry. It's not time for you to sit back, lay back, and relax. Every person, every Christian on the face of this earth has a ministry. Every person listening to me right now, you have a sphere of influence in your life. The people that are in your life, you have a purpose for them being in your life. You have a ministry to them. And when you're faithful to that, God will open more doors for you. But my major point on that is that the fivefold ministry... 
Our purpose is to equip you. <clears throat> and if there's someone who is in the fivefold and they're not equipping people to go out, then <clears throat> they need to find a new job or straighten their act up and start doing what they're called to do. Oh, I tell you, uh, I'm going to get bold. I am going to get bold. Oh, by the way, there's some nasty rumor going around about boldness. That boldness, anytime someone is bold, it's rude. No, Jesus proved that love, that love and boldness can flow together. You see, if I get bold about a topic, if I get raw about a topic... It's because I feel there needs to be emphasis on that topic, and my motivation is love to equip you so you don't get run over, steamrolled by the enemy in your life. Are you hearing me? Too many people are just sitting back, and, and they, they only want to hear what they want to hear, and that's it. Well, if you do that, you will, first of all, you will never grow spiritually. You'll always be sucking on a spiritual bottle. We need to be stretched. In fact, listen to this. Anytime, anytime that we are confronted in our life with a truth from the Word of God, that is against our mindset and what we were raised with or any kind of a mindset that we picked up along the way. Anytime we're confront a lie is confronted with truth, I'll tell you right now, there will be offense in that individual. You know what I say? I say, great. You know what? Come on, listen to me. Let's offend people with the truth. Because I hope they trip over that offense, and they get up, and they walk in the truth. That's what I say. So, in that sense, I don't think there's anything wrong with offending people with the truth. Listen to me. I put a status on Facebook and Twitter the other day that just uh, it just rose up within me. I know the Holy Ghost gave it to me. So many people are worried about not offending people. Listen to me. Secular businesses. Secular businesses should be the only ones concerned about not offending people. Because they want that customer to come back. It's, it's a secular thing. Churches. Pastors, ministers, we the body of Christ is not to operate like a secular business. But yet, it happens every day. They say, oh, we, we, you know, we, we don't want to talk about that because we might offend someone, or and, and they might leave our church. Listen to me. If someone leaves your church because you're preaching truth, so be it. Fine. Let them go. See ya. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. You need to be more committed to the truth of the word and preaching it, declaring it out of a motivation of love. That you love the people enough to tell them the truth so they won't stay where they're, they're at in their Christian walk. That they will grow. So if you're concerned... If you're concerned about offending people at your church, in your ministry, for speaking truth to them, you know what? Maybe you need to, maybe you need to just go get a whole new career altogether then. You might as well just get out of ministry. Because what you're trying to apply there are secular rules to a spiritual thing, and it's not going to work. It's not pleasing to God. Are you hearing me, somebody? You know that's good preaching because it's the truth. 
If I want to hear something cushy, if if I, you know what? Hey, look, I'll just go and pay a uh, hundred and fifty, two hundred bucks an hour to some uh, psychologist or, or or something like that. No, when people come into a church, when people come into a ministry meeting, they need to hear the truth. One truth being, homosexuality is not a genetic disorder. The Word of God calls it a sin. God doesn't make homosexuals. Now, God loves the people, but he does call homosexuality a sin. Come on. We need to speak the truth. This is the only way that we are going to see changes on this earth. We need to be bold, and we need to just say it like it is, of course, from a motivation of love. And just get ready. This is what I want you to do. When you do that, so many people are taken back by by rejection or or being rejected uh, from individuals when you speak the truth to them. You know what? Just expect that it's going to happen. Just as sure as any of the promises in the written word of God, this promise that Jesus spoke is just as true. He said, if you stand up for me, if you choose to live godly on this earth, if, you, if you're going to speak the truth, guess what? You will be persecuted. So you know what? Don't be shocked by it when it happens. Just expect it. And I'll be back after this. Clarkston, Michigan, declaring the truth around the world right here, right now, on the Revival Now broadcast. Oh, listen to me. So many, I, I hear so many Christians that are, they're always complaining. Why? Why does it seem so hard to do anything for God? Why does it seem so hard when I want to do something for God? It just seems like I run into a brick wall all the time. I'll tell you why. Because you have a real enemy. And guess what? As Christians, as Christians, we are pilgrims on this earth, the Word of God says. We are strangers. We're foreigners on this earth. This world system, 2 Corinthians 4, 4, this world system is run by Satan, the world system. So 
So that kind of attitude or, or comment is simply ignorance or a lack of knowledge on what is taking place around you. And so you need to know that we are in a battle on this earth. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, spiritual host of wickedness in heavenly places. Again, we're taking it back now to the spirit realm. So if you're only going to be looking at the natural realm, I'll tell you right now, Satan has you duped. You need to know that there's something going on in the spirit realm. You need to be more acquainted, as I said last time, you and I need to be more acquainted with the spirit realm more even than the natural realm. Because what is taking place in the natural is simply a blueprint or a picture of what is taking place in the spirit realm. And uh, I see that we have someone here who has called in to the Revival Now broadcast, and I'm going to bring them live right now. Hey, how are you? Hey, this is Jack. How are you today? Doing great. How are you, Jack? Good, thanks. I had a question. Um, sure. Why is, why is Satan the evil one? I mean, if you read the Bible... God basically is the one who's killing everyone, and he goes on a genocide spree. Whereas Satan, the only people Satan killed were Lot, uh, I think Job, Job's friends and family, and that was only after getting God's permission. No, so, actually – oh, go ahead, Jack. Go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, you go ahead. No. Actually, people are the ones that open the doorway to the enemy to get attacked. Okay, Jesus, the New Testament, John 10.10, 10, it says this, that – that uh, well, let's turn there. If you have your Bibles, open them up to John 10, verse 10, and let's just read this here because there is a lot of confusion on that, Jack. And so what happens is when people, when bad things start to happen in people's lives, they automatically say, "Hey, God's all powerful. He, if if this is happening, this must be the will of God." Right. But the fact is, everything that happens on this earth is not necessarily the will of God. All right? Um, right now, Jack, someone is getting murdered in this earth. Right now, some little child is being molested. Or some woman, someone is being raped right now. No one can tell me that that is the will of God. And I'll tell you but why. It is, because he's allowing it to happen. Oh, is he allowing it to happen? Eight. If he's able to stop it and he's all-powerful, and you're, you're probably going to claim that it was Satan, um, but I, I don't believe in any of these um, like cosmic beings. So I'll let you know. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I could gather that from your question. But no, listen yeah. to me. This is where – well, and, and here's the thing. Again, you have to take it back to the Word of God and what the Word of God says. So, I mean, you know, it's going to be hard if, if you don't even believe the Word of God – me bringing up scripture to you is not going to help, but I will say this. I mean, it doesn't take any further than to turn on the news and look and see that there's a real devil out there, and there's some evil things going on. You know what I'm saying? Did Jeff, where are you calling from, by the way? I'm calling from Australia. But from, oh, from sweet. What you're saying, you're, you're saying <laughs> that if it's good, it was God. If it's bad, it was Satan. And I'm yeah. saying if, if there is an all-powerful, omniscient, omnipotent God who is loving, he would A, destroy Satan, and B, he would probably try to prevent suffering like on the scale – like it's, there's suffering in the world on an unimaginable scale. And I think yes, there is. Completely, it's completely inconsistent with the idea of a loving God. 
it's not inconsistent at all because we are the, the believers here on this earth are the body of Christ. And in God's cosmic plan, he decided that he wanted to use mankind for his power to flow on this earth. So we actually give either through our actions, through our words, we either give access to Satan into our life or we give access to God. Now let me tell you this, Jack. In the beginning, when God first created, when God first created everything in this earth, everything was perfect. It was a paradise. There was no sickness. There was no disease. There was no murder. There was nothing like that. It was paradise. Do you want to know when that came in? When Adam and Eve chose by their free will, when, when Adam and Eve chose by their free will to give in to the temptation of the devil, and when they gave in and they sinned against God, it's like a spiritual floodgate came into this earth. And that, Jack, and I know you're, I mean, you're obviously, what, an atheist, would you call yourself, or agnostic? Yeah, I'm an atheist, but come on, man. The universe didn't start in a garden with two people and a talking snake, and all the animals were eating um, (laughs) leaves. And come on, just... Jack, I'll tell you right now, it takes more to believe that this earth, listen, it takes more to believe that this, it takes more to believe that this, that everything that you see was just created from some cosmic explosion. Let's just, let's just be real about it. And Jack, I'll tell you right now, I do care for you and I do care about your soul. So what I'm going to do right now, I want to just pray with you, Jack, and I'm going to pray for you. And everyone listening to this broadcast right now, I want you to come into agreement with me, and we're going to say right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift Jack up to you. And I pray that the spiritual blinders upon Jack's heart and mind would be removed right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, I just pray that you would surround him with your love. And every lie that Satan has brought his way, that he is holding on to, right now we just break those spiritual strongholds in the name of Jesus Christ right now. In the name of Jesus. And Father, send people into Jack's path who will minister to him. So, Lord, that he would not take his last breath without knowing your son, Jesus Christ, as Lord and Savior. Wow, I love this broadcast. I love how we can talk about issues and topics. Look, I don't mind if atheists are calling in. I don't mind if Satanists are calling in. Pick up the phone. Give me a call, 760-825-0957. I love Love it. Let's talk about it. But I'll tell you right now, if someone is that closed-minded, and, and I mean, seriously, people, I mean, it, it really does take more, more faith to believe that everything that you see, how intricate our, our physical bodies are, you look out into space, the vastness of it all, it takes more faith or deception to believe that it all occurred from some cosmic explosion. Nothing, nothing has ever been created from an explosion. Nothing. Nada. The fact of the matter is, here it is, right here, what I was going to talk about. John 10, verse 10. Jesus said these words. He said, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. That's Satan. That's Satan's kingdom. That's demonic spirits right there. That is their mission, not only in the life of the Christian, but any individual. Jack, that includes you. And I'll tell you right now, just because you don't believe there's a devil, just because you don't believe that there is a God, does not make it so. Boy, you know, you hear people sometimes who they'll they'll say, "Well, I don't believe it, therefore it's just not so." Well, how about this? Ready? Ready for this one? Listen, people. Here it goes. Your unbelief does not just not make it so. What if? 
What, what if, Jack, let me just throw this out to you. What if you are believing a lie? And that Satan that you choose not to believe exists is the very one blinding your eyes. Oh, Jack, God's got such an awesome plan for you. But it first begins with believing that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He died on the cross. He took all your sin, Jack, all the sin of the whole world, the sin that, that the whole world is ever gonna has done in the past or is going to do in the future until the return of Christ. Jesus took all of that sin upon himself. The provision is there, Jack. People, listen to me. The provision is there. The question is not if it's there. The question is, th is this. Are you going to take advantage of the provision? And the only way that you can take advantage of that provision is making Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior of your life. And I'll be back in a moment. here to set the captives free in the name of Jesus Christ. I want you to pick up the phone and give me a call at 760-825-0957. Back to John 10.10. 10. I, I, I feel like I need to kind of camp out here just for a moment longer. It says, the thief does not come except the only reason... Why Satan and demonic spirits are coming to you is not for any good. Listen to me, you Satanists. Listen to me, all of you who are dabbling in the occult. The only reason that they come into your life, try to tempt you, is to do these three things. To steal from you, to kill you. And to destroy you. That's their purpose. If they're masquer in, in the Bible says that the enemy masquerades as an angel of light. He will disguise himself. Don't be fooled. And then it goes on to say, Jesus said this. He said, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. He's not just talking about about life in heaven after you pass away from this earth. Did you know something? That eternal life comes into you the moment, the very moment that you make Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior of your life. 
The moment you make Jesus Lord of your life, eternal life, boom, comes. And physical death is just stepping out of your earth suit and going to be in the presence of God for all eternity. Oh, uh, we all have loved ones. My uh, my mom, grandma, grandpas. I'm telling you, those who died in the Lord, we will see them again. This life is not it. But I do want to say this. That Jesus came to give an abundant life. Life that's overflowing with abundance. And the lie that the enemy has, has fed so many believers is simply just looking to heaven. Had, trust me, heaven's going to be a wonderful thing. I'm not downplaying that at all. It's going to be awesome. But what I'm saying is this. That abundant life starts now on this earth. But any blessing that you're going to tr receive from God is not going to go uncontested from Satan and from evil spirits. You need to press in. That's why discouragement is so, is so demonic. You're believing a lie. You're believing a lie. Deception is evil. Well, I just thank God. I thank God for Jack's life. I, for some reason, Jack, I just want to minister to you right now. Jack, you are not a mistake. God loves you so much. God, it, listen, God loves you so much. You think you just tuned on to this broadcast just, uh, just by chance or by your own thought process. I'll tell you right now, what it was was a divine appointment. That's what it was. God loves you so much. Way down under in Australia, you tuned into a broadcast of an individual by the Motor City in the United States of America, across the pond. And God wants you to know he loves you so much. And he's waiting for you to take that step to come to him. Did you guys know that our purpose, our God-given purpose, is in seed form? Let me say that again. Your God-given purpose is in seed form on the inside of you. And the only thing that will crack open that seed of purpose and cause it to grow is a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the only thing. That's why you see people trying to, trying to replace that. They're running around with no purpose. Really. And they're miserable. Not even money. Not even money will satisfy you. Sure, I mean, you, you'll be able to buy some things and stuff, but I'll tell you what, it will not fill that God void on the inside of your spirit, man. I am begging you, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the Bible says today is the day of salvation. Today, and it says, when you basically take your last breath on this earth, then the judgment. That's when the judgment, that, right at that point. See, there's no, you can't, once someone has passed away from this earth, you can't pray them into heaven. Are you hearing me, somebody? That is not scriptural. That is not in the Bible. That is man-made tradition. You're the ticket to where you're going to travel to when you die, when you take your last breath on this earth. Your one-way ticket, the destination of that ticket is determined before you take your last breath. Nobody can pray you out of hell. 
once you take your last breath, that's it. It's over. And, friend, you don't know when you're going to take your last breath on this earth. You don't know. And I am telling you right now, this is your call from the Most High God, your Creator. This is love reaching down to you right now if you're listening to this broadcast and you've never made Jesus Lord of your life. Jesus is the way, not one of the ways. He is the way. He is the truth, not one of the truths. He is the truth, period. And he is waiting for you to reach out to him with your faith and simply say, I believe, I believe, Jesus, that you are the Son of God, that you died on the cross You were buried, and you rose from the dead three days later. I believe that, and because I believe that, I confess you as Lord of my life. It's that simple, people, and it's an act of your own will. Kind of like what I was talking about, Jack, earlier, I want to kind of slide back into this when God first created everything on this earth it was perfect flawless there was no sickness there was no disease Adam and Eve and whoever was after them they were going to live forever in bliss paradise in relationship with God And it's when they, by their own free will, partook of the forbidden fruit. Think about it. The one fruit that God says, don't eat of that. Don't eat of that one. You can eat of all all the other fruit in the garden. Everything else. But that one tree, stay away from it. What did they do? They went for the forbidden fruit. They partook. And the flood gates of Satan's kingdom, the curse entered into this earth. But praise God, Jesus Christ is the, the what the Bible calls the second Adam. He, Jesus, reversed the curse. Now, obviously not in the full sense of of that it wiped away effects on this earth what it means is this that those who believe in him you do not have to live under the curse that's on this earth you can rise above and that's why deliverance that's why healing is included as a benefit of salvation The word salvation is called the all-inclusive word. What does that mean? It means that it it just does not mean that you're going to live in heaven after you pass away from this earth. It includes the benefits of healing, deliverance, soundness of mind, wholeness. It's called the all-inclusive word. But to partake of those benefits of salvation, you need to put the yes and amen on the benefits, each benefit in the word. That's why you can see someone who, who loves the Lord, you know they're saved. They got the love of God flowing through them, but they reject the healing message. They re- reject deliverance. And they don't flow in it. They don't partake of that benefit. I'm telling you right now, you don't believe me, you don't believe that it's included? It's all in the book. It's all in the best-selling book of all time. And that is the Word of the Living God. It's all there, baby. It's all there. Open it. Read it. And don't just read it. 
feed on it. Feed on the bread of life. Feed on the word of God. I know some of you right now, you're getting stirred up on the inside. I'll tell you why. Because I'm speaking under the unction of the Holy Ghost right now. That is prophecy in action right now. And any time you're speaking under the anointing of the Holy Ghost, it's going to go forth. Not one word's going to fall to the ground. It's going to penetrate your heart. And it's going to stir you up. Father, I pray that every blinder, Every blinder that's upon the hearts and minds of the individuals, Father, even your people, not just atheists, not just Satanists, I'm talking to Christians even right now. Every blinder upon the heart and mind where they're, they're, they're in deception and not seeing a benefit that's in the word, that they need, you need every benefit. I command those blinders to come off in the name of Jesus right now. And Father, I pray that you give unto them a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. And your son, Jesus Christ, that everything that you have given to them, that you have given to us through your holy son, Jesus. Pick up the phone and call me. 760-825-0957. So many people in, in, in the body of Christ that scripture in Ephesians chapter 6 where it says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. And it goes on to, to list what we're, we're warring against. I really think that some Christians just read the part that says, we wrestle not. They don't want to believe that there's a spiritual battle. They're sticking their heads in the sand. Well, you know what? If we don't talk about the enemy, if we don't learn anything about the enemy, he's not going to bother us. He's bothered you already. Because of who you are. Listen to me. Satan and evil spirits hate what God loves. And they love what God hates. Let me say it again. Satan and evil spirits hate what God loves. And they love what God hates. Anything that is against the word of God... You better believe that Satan and the evil spirits are the promoters of those things. And I'll tell you right now, God loves you. You, listening to me right now, yeah, you. God loves you. You are, you are a target of God's love. You were created in your mother's womb by the very hand of God. You were formed in your mother's womb. The word formed has purpose behind it. Are you following me? Formed. Formed. Not just a blob thrown in there. It says that you were formed. So God loves people because he formed you with purpose. And that is why Satan and evil spirits hate you. Jack, they even hate you. Because, Jack, whether you want to believe it or not, God did form you in your mother's womb. And you are precious to him. And this is why abortion... This is why abortion is so evil. Abortion is murder. And yes, one lady even said it rightfully on my Facebook uh, status yesterday. That abortion is like a sacrifice to Satan. Because Satan gets so much pleasure every time a child, a baby, a child, a fetus is murdered. That was a human life, people. What is one of the first things that our President Barack Obama did when he first got into office? He signed an executive order to send money over to other countries to support abortions? Hello. And we wonder why. We wonder why this country is in such a mess right now. It stops from it starts from the head down, baby. It starts from the head down.
That's why I said on that on that Twitter and Facebook post yesterday, anybody who supports or promotes abortion is not a true follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because Jesus said he came to give life and to give it more abundantly. And before that, he said Satan comes to steal, steal kill, and destroy. And that is exactly what abortion does. It's evil. We're out, uh, this country is out trying to save humpback wells, but we're killing our children. Hello, somebody. Wake up. Wake up right now. You got me started. You had to get me started. And, and I'll even go on to say this. Anybody, anybody who supports a candidate that approves of abortion, that approves of these, these immoral things, you're a partaker of it with those individuals. We need to be praying for those who are in authority. Do I believe that our president can have an encounter with an almighty God and truly make Jesus Christ Lord of his life? Absolutely he can. Every person has that opportunity and possibility, and I pray for it. You know what? I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure our president uh, is, is, a, is, if you were to sit down and talk with him, I bet you he's a really nice guy. I bet you he would be he'd be fun just to sit down and talk with and I bet you he's a nice guy. So, you know what? I mean, I'm not I'm not even coming against his personality or anything like that. What I'm coming against is his immoral beliefs that are against the word of God. And I will do that against anybody that tries to trash the word of God in the name of Jesus like he has done. So pray for those that are in authority. We have that responsibility, but it's their responsibility to make the right choice. I am on fire for the Lord Jesus Christ. That is the only way to be. Are you hearing me? Pick up the phone. I want to talk to you, 760-825-0957. And I want to pray with you. We only have about seven minutes left. I'm going to take a break, and I'll be back in a moment. right now you need i have time to pray with someone real quick here pick up the phone 760-825-0957 now i know that there are so many people that are that are under uh in walking under generational curses 
What's a generational curse? It's a trait that goes down a family line, and it keeps going and going. Have you ever seen uh, a family where cancer, boom, boom, right down the line? You see any other disease that go right down the line? A bondage, alcoholism, something that goes right down the line. I, I know people who are listening live, those who... Um, uh, who are going to be listening to the archive, I know that many of you are are under a generational curse. Someone says, well, I don't believe in generational curse. Oh, but those same people believe in generational blessings, right? Now, listen to me. Generational curses are real. Jesus did come, the Word of God says, to redeem us from the curse of the law. You need to take advantage of that benefit. It's not automatic. And you need to come against it verbally. Verbally renounce it. If that's you, just, you know what, it doesn't hurt for every person who's listening to this broadcast right now. There is not one bit of harm for you in repeating a renunciation of generational curses. So all you do, simply say, those Christians listening, say, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I renounce. I remove every generational curse that is upon my life. I make it void. I sever myself from it in the name of Jesus. And say this. Say, I command every evil every unclean spirit to leave my life right now in the name of Jesus. I cancel your assignment, devil. I cancel your assignment. I command every part, every demonic spirit to leave in the name of Jesus, and I loose healing. I loose prosperity in my life. I loose the blessings that belong to me through the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, people, I'm telling you right now, some people laugh at it and say, well, come on, it can't be that easy. Yeah, yeah, it, it really is. You want to know why? Because there's power in the words that we speak. Let me say it again. There is power in the words that we speak. Be careful what words are coming out of your mouth about your life. Be careful what words are coming out of your, your mouth toward your children. Listen to me. I want you to do this. I want you to open the Word of God. I want you to, when you come across the promises in the Word, I want you to verbally confess. The word confess means to say the same thing as or to come in agreement with. That's what confess means. So I want you to begin to say the same thing as, come on, somebody. <laughs> I want you to say the same thing as the word of God. I want you to say the same thing as God says about you. We need to hook up. We need to come into agreement with God, our creator, that his purpose would come forth in your life in a mighty, powerful way. Go to RevivalChristian.org. Go to JamesBrandt.org. Los Angeles, West Coast. I'll be there June 2nd. Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be Rapids. It's going to be Revival, baby. June 30th. Go to my website, JamesBrandt.org, RevivalChristian.org. Find the times. My next broadcast, I'm going to do 11 a.m. next Tuesday. And I might squeeze in broadcasts at random times. So join me on Facebook, Twitter, and you will find out the complete and current schedule. And I want to minister to you. Until next time, push down the gates of hell, speak the word of God, advance the kingdom of God, are you hearing me? Do it, and do it with boldness in the name of Jesus. See ya.